James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Radio. Also, he said he Stargate. We're on Rumble, VMO. He said he uh, Stargate TV. Uh, God, I don't know. We're all over the place, so it's pretty easy to find us. And uh, you know, we've got a lot of stuff. I'm going to get into the news. We've got Peter Slatter coming on the show, and so we're not going to do a question and answer, but I want to do the news because there's so much stuff going on. I want to get through it quickly so I can get to Peter, but. Uh, you know, it, it looks like the uh, go woke or go broke meme struck again, you know. So Anheuser-Busch lost $6 billion in value due to the Dylan Mulvaney, a man identifying as a woman, but like controversy. And uh, I'm not sure if that's a he, she, his, her binary person. I'm not sure which pronoun to use, but uh, we'll just use his name, her name, whatever name. <laughs> but uh whatever i don't know so anyway catering to the less than one percent is not good business sense and there's an avalanche of memes and videos to come so uh i mean the internet is just filled with them so check those out they're pretty a lot of them are pretty funny uh according to senator Halley, um the fbi did infiltrate and target churches the attorney general lied and his administration is targeting churches. Um, we have experienced some of that targeting ourselves. And it's ramping up with the weaponization of the agencies and the demonization or demonetization and, and banks shutting down accounts and things like that for no legitimate reason. So it's it's real, it's ongoing, and uh, we need to put an end to that quickly before a lot of good people have a lot of problems. So that's hopefully we can get get that done. Speaking of which, George Soros funded DAs um, to the tune of 40 million are destroying the country with their two-tiered justice system and failure to prosecute real criminals. You know, we won't mention any names like Alvin or Letitia using millions of taxpayers' money to go after Trump for a non-event. Uh, Stormy put it in writing, it never happened. And your star witness is a pathological liar. So I don't know where you guys are going with this, but have fun. Uh, good luck with that one. And, uh, you know, wait a second, let me think. Uh, I think there's a lot of other lawyers that went after Trump. And I think they're in jail or disbarred. So uh, we'll see where that goes. But uh, speaking of funding, Leo DiCaprio testified Obama received over $30 million from the CCP. That's a communist Chinese party, if those don't know. The big money donor, <laughs> they're the big money donor for his campaign. And now the Chinese banks have released the bank records for the millions given to the Bidens. Evidence is in. Big question is who's going to prosecute? You know, the Bidens approval rates are going down like a Chinese balloon, basically. So, so anyway, uh, you know, again, uh, I mean, the goods are in, the evidence is in. It's a cut and dry case, but until we get have a change in the, the justice system over here, you're not going to see anything. Uh, it's a bad joke. I don't even know why he's over in Ireland. And even, you know, the leader over there, his dog attacked him. So even his dog didn't like him. So uh, he needs to be over here taking care of. Actually, it's probably better over there. I was going to say he needs to be over here taking care of business with Ukraine and the Russian thing blowing up and, and the Chinese and all these other things happening. But maybe it's a good idea he's over there. He can't cause too much damage while he's over there in Ireland. Uh, Pentagon documents alleg allegedly leaked by Jack Texaria show U.S. soldiers boots on the ground in Ukraine, meaning we are at war with Russia without Congress approval. So if they prosecute him, maybe those who went to war without congressional approval 
uh, it's a criminal offense should be prosecuted as well. So that I don't know how that's going to turn out, but uh, you know, it's uh, uh, that's going to be an interesting one. Christy Nome spoke at the NRA ILA Leadership Forum with the picture of her hunting with what looks like a 12 gauge long barrel full choke shotgun. And that's my kind of woman, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, uh, I love a woman standing in her power. But uh, anyway, good choice for VP alongside a Trump, brilliant woman. Uh, Pence was booed during his speech, not even sure why he was on the ticket. I don't know what he was expecting. You know, I don't know if he's totally clueless or or what, but uh, people didn't want him on the stage. Uh, Pelosi was also shouted off the stage as a war criminal, making shoddy investments, insider trading, et cetera. So it looks like nothing can stay under the rug nowadays. Everything's coming out and people are seeing, seeing what's really happening behind the scenes. Japan is leading the way, followed by others. No vaccine mandates, no MMR vaccines. According to them, it leads the way to healthier children, while in the U.S. they're pushing mandatory vaccines for children. According to the statistics gathered by the U.K. government, mortality rates with people that took vaccines the vaccines are going through the roof. According to these statistics, there are 600,000 excess deaths per year in the United States due to vaccine-induced mortality, and they want to force it on the kids. So parents, if you allow this to happen, you should not have kids. Seriously. Think about that. According to Mike Yearden, when the UN Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab tell you you won't be traveling. There won't be any private flights. You won't have a private car. You won't own anything and you will be happy. You better listen to them. I might add, if they have their way, 90% of you won't even own a body and won't be alive if they have their way. So let that sink in, folks. Time to wake up. Stop falling for the divisionary tactics, division of gender, color, race, religion, culture, the demoralization tactics and destruction of the family unit. Trust me. If you're if if you're playing out this woke agenda, thinking you're the ten percent that's going to survive, I have a bridge for sale, and uh, history has proven you're expendable. So whenever you have a, a genocidal tyrants running the show, definitely you are expendable. So figure that out. So it's time to unify, come together, and know who the real enemy of humanity is, and and you know wake up from this social engineering also bobby bobby kennedy just blew the whistle on u.s biolabs in the ukraine seems biden's name is all over as investors um it's all over the doc documents so that's going to be a good one uh this is also really interesting uh people gathered at muhammad's grave to celebrate ramadan when suddenly heavy rain drenched them followed by a swarm of locusts and uh, this is starting to look biblical folks it's it's uh, pretty crazy. And uh, the last thing is, as Commander-in-Chief, Biden has announced that there are a number of unidentified objects over the U.S., which, according to intelligence, are alien visitors. He doesn't know their intent and not has and has not been contacted because they are looking for intelligent life. So uh, if you want to know who they are, go out and meditate, focus on love and joy and bit and bliss, send it out there with the intent of having contact, and you'll get to find out who they are, because uh, that's basically the only way to do it. So on that note, uh, now that we've gone through the news, I want to welcome Peter Slatter to the show, and, uh, you know, he's got so much going on, I can't, it would take a whole show just to cover what he's going on. He, 
you know, he's, he's made so many movies and written so many books. His latest book is self-mastery and he's got another one called, uh, um, extraterrestrials. And then he's got, uh, another movie coming out too, I believe. So, uh, without any further ado, let's bring Peter on the show. Peter, are you with us? Yeah, brother James. Great to be with you again, mate. How's things? Oh, good. Peter's my brother from another mother. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, beautiful to see you and and to be with everyone as well. And you've been doing a lot of work yourself. And I don't think um, you get the recognition for it. We, you know, you talk about myself and others so much, but the amount of years that you've been doing this, the catalogue of crafts and evidence that you've obtained over the years as well, the amount of people that you helped. To me, that's unsurpassed. And you say the same about me, but really, I just wanted to start it with that because I just don't think uh, a lot of people uh, give you the, the graces that you deserve. And I know that you're a very humble person and it's not to sort of blow smoke, but I just wanted to start that with this. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, be speaking to your audience today. Oh, thank you. And, uh, you know, it's amazing when you combine our stuff and Peter's stuff together and we, we're getting the same, very similar information and everything else and this this is 100 percent authentic it's totally uh backed up by video by photographs um you know on and on people have analyzed these photographs uh and videos um this is the real deal and unfortunately the the real deal is not totally welcome in the ufo community unfortunately because there's so much not real deals going on so many posers and so many other nonsense but you know, there is a controlled narrative. We, we actually made a movie about that, The Uncontrolled Narrative. And I think we're probably ready for part two on that because uh, I'm about ready to do a tell-all. I'm writing a book, you know, with it's going to be a tell-all and, and people are going to be shocked when they hear <laughs> why we don't have contact. You know, it's they're going to go, oh, my God, you're kidding me, you know, but it's it's sad, Matt. It, it, they've all gone for entertainment. The whole UFO community is after entertainment. They're not after evidence or facts, or or they're not not about disclosure. And it's been heavily infiltrated um, from 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 the highest levels on down. It's sad, but uh, I think we're going to do something about that here pretty soon. And and. And it's going to be really interesting, all of us working together. But uh, if we all work together and bring out the truth, it's uh, they can't stop it. That's it. It's just getting together. And this is where there is so much misinformation out there. There is so much, uh, let's say, it is a controlled narrative and opposition as well. I won't go into it, but even you've seen some snapshots the last few days of the amount of government agencies that are tracking me on on a certain site that all yeah. didn't they? Just happened to pop up on my page, which is interesting, but I do go into that. And just for the, the viewers, this is the new book, Self Mastery. Yeah. Uh, the Path to Ascension and Extraterrestrials. And I do cover a little bit of why I don't talk about everything. And eventually I will, but a lot of experiences you've got to realize James has had similar stuff I've been shot at, the amount of, uh, let's say, uh, gang stalking, all different types of things that I've been through over the years, let alone I've got to deal with the experiences of, let's say, negative influences as well as the positive extraterrestrials and enlightened masters because there is a situation that when you're in this situation that we are, you have what I call dark masters also come through, which are very, uh, let's say, capable of trying to test one, almost like de well, we could say demonic forces to an extent. Yeah. And I've had about seven years isolation in over the last 
nearly 15 years. I've seen more people during COVID than I have the last two years with the sanctuary here with set up and also the inner work that I've been doing, which is about eight to 12 hours a day over those seven years of intense practices and learning from different masters and teachers, as well as off-world experiences as well. So this is not an easy path. People want to experience what we talk about and they can if they go into the love, joy, bliss state and do their clearings. But there is tests and levels like Bardo and different types of things that the Tibetan masters speak about. And um, I'm going on a bit of a rant, but I did want to talk today with you because I've heard it brought up in your show a few times about universal law. Yeah. And what I will say about this, let's just break it down. There, People ask me if there's a book. There's no book on it. This is your book, your navigation. This is the book to your soul, but you know right from wrong. Now, there are some people, whether it's just the way that the brain's operating, whether it's demonic possession, archonic reptilian influences, but I've just brought up something here, and it's called the five precepts from, let's say, Buddhism, and I've added a few things to it, but it's very simple. Don't kill unless there's a specific, you know, if it's a life or death situation. Unfortunately, there's things where people have to protect themselves. Uh, do not steal. Don't commit sexual misconduct. Don't use harmful speech. Don't partake in intoxicants. And when we add to this, what I've added here is service to others, forgive, love, and also self-respect and respect for others. It's so simple. Like, if we wrap it up in one simple term, it's don't do to others that you don't want done to yourself. That's yeah. universal law, and it covers all spectrums. And so I just wanted to bring that up because I have heard that a number of times and you've had great responses to it, but I just thought, um, you know, a, a lot asked me, is there a book? Is there anything on it? And it's up in the Shiji material a lot, and I know in your books as well as mine that yeah. it's throughout, but it's a very simplistic thing. Yeah, I, that's that's the problem. It's so simple. Like the Lama said, you know, when I started with them, they said the reason there's so few enlightened people is because it's so damn simple. They said go out in nature and sit down, shut up, and focus on love and joy and bliss until you become it. But uh, you know, and they've always told me universal law. If if you can get it so simple, just be kind and loving to people and be of service to humanity. It's that simple. And and I think Muktananda said that there's 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 only two reasons behind every everything in the in the earth you know on the planet and he said it's it's everything is done through love or lack of love and and you know you can keep pulling it down smaller and smaller but uh, I've always said you know it's universal peace brother sister love individual freedom and prosperity for everyone and it's unity consciousness it's real simple. And like you're saying, it boils down to treat others the way you want to be treated. You know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. It, it it's that it's not that complicated. It, I think you know whether it's traumas or just people who've been hit that hard from their traumas, or they don't know how. Uh, you know, going into the cutting of cords, prayers, clearings. These are just vital things within it that people aren't educated enough within the spiritual community, in my opinion. I, years ago, I was lucky that I started out getting called to most haunted houses, knowing this sort of stuff through different training and, you know, experience firsthand like yourself. But if people can take self-responsibility and get out of victimhood, and let's say, for example, with the rainbow body teachings at Padma Sambhava, that yeah. some say was an extraterrestrial brought here to the Tibetans. He was in, a, in uh, India for a thousand years before he went to Tibet. And he's known as the second Buddha. With those teachings, a lot of it is constant thoughts of love, joy, bliss, 
different, let's say, yogic exercises and practices, but anything that's been done wrong, those lower vibratorial things, traumas, what have you, they use that as drive and they convert it into positive energy that uplifts and almost is fuel. It's like a positive piss offness, excuse the language, to drive people to to uh, thrive and grow and as a uh, a fuel to get to that next level. And mm. so I think, you know, whether it's our ego, whether it's traumas, there's different reasons why it's not so simple. But I think if people take control and, and worry about what needs to be worried about, otherwise it's just crap. Because a lot of yeah. it's just mental gymnastics going back and forth on, you know, what about this person? What if? And it comes down to that what if mentality that it's just junk. But if people close their eyes, just sit, be, and observe how they're aware that they're aware, that's the spark of God that's within you in that darkness, that light's within, that all is revealed and all can be found and you realise that it's been there the entire time. But we're just bombarded by the five-sense reality of just externalism. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, the whole key is, is internal versus external. And if you're trying to find love and acceptance and approval externally, you're going to fail because... You know, people just aren't going to do that. You know, you're going to have some people love you and some people hate you. That's the human condition, you know. And the more the the closer, like the the yogis say, the closer you get to nirvana, the more the demons rear their ugly heads. (laughs) And and the more you become an amplifier and a mirror of other people's stuff. And if people don't love themselves, uh, that is going to be reflected back to, you know, people... And so if people are wounded and they have a lot of traumas and wrong conclusions from past experience, you're going to amplify those and mirror them back to back to others. And they call it the wake of a yogi, you know, but people need to realize this path is not a fun ticket. You know, you're you're going to have a lot of experiences and the only way through it is to master your own emotions and judgment and practice loving detachment to get through this because you just have to you can't engage it emotionally or being upset or things like that when these things are happening you have to back up and just go whoa whoa whoa, wait a second and center yourself back into your own connection with creator you know great spirit whatever you want to call it and uh and then you'll find out you don't even need to respond in a lot of cases you know you can go oh okay have fun with that and and you can just move on the state of witnessing, just being a witness to it. And look, it's so right. Even with the experiences that I've had over many years, whether I've been choked by entities, I've had scratches, uh, attacks of all sorts that I haven't really spoken about. When you are in that witnessing state of just non-reactionary mind, but also you connect to that spark, that love inside, just so they've got a hold of you energetically, they, they have to let go. They cannot resonate with that frequency, which they're trying to keep you in the fear state to yeah. that, uh, that attack going. So that's very important what you said. You know, I think it's important we cover a little bit of that only because uh, with my own experience, I've, I've you know, same thing. I've had battles, reptilians woke up with big scratches on my back. Um, you know, I had uh, a battle with the demon once and it almost took over my body. It took everything I could do to get back into my body and kick it out. Uh, you know, and I didn't know how to heal on seeing negative influences. I, after the near death, you know, experience, I was on a fast track because all this stuff was coming at me. But uh, also had one event too, where I looked at this house and they're doing a lot of kind of like black magic manifesting. It was really creepy stuff, ugly stuff. And I looked up 
and I saw a demon and it was just like out of some Sanskrit book. It was green and had claws for fingernails and thin, tall and thin. And, and it looked just like right out of the picture book, basically. And I go, oh, my God. And I turned my back on it. I go, oh, I don't I don't want this thing to know I see it. You know, when I turn my back on it, my whole back blistered. I had blisters all over my back. And then but when I called on the higher beings, those went away. And that's happened to other people I know, too, as well. Uh, you know, I've had a, a guy visit me from Korea. The same thing happened to him. And and when you get around some people that are really possessed and really toxic and carrying a demon around, you can you can have some actually physical, uh, you know, you can get really sick, you can get ill, your energy will be drained, you can have scratch marks, you can get blisters, uh, your whole life can go to crap, and you can have all kinds of, you know, multiple accidents happening over and over, and all of this is the presence of unseen negative influences. So it's so imperative that people learn how to heal unseen negative influences and the way you get rid of these really dark spirits is calling on really light spirits because they're there, there to help and bring them in. So it doesn't matter. Uh, you can call on Buddha or Kuan Yin or Yeshua or Mary or, or uh, you know, it doesn't matter matter what faith you are or whatever else. There, there is, there is a lot more beings of the light than there are these dark entities, and they're a lot more powerful. And so. You know, you can call on Archangel Michael or the lion beans or, or, you know, whatever you need to move these things out of your space. But, you know, if you're going to be victim, they're going to victimize you. And yeah. you, you got to stand up and just say enough's enough. And I think this whole country is going through that right now. You know, oh, it's it's like one of those things in the Bible. I, I can't quote it exactly, but something similar to if a demon leaves it will bring back six or seven i think it yeah, was and yeah and this is something where you can use those experiences as transformative experiences now many years ago i had a, a feline serum being that came through with a couple of others i knew them but i didn't at the time and they mat fully materialized but in an apparition form and yeah. one of them is called pacman she's from a race called the latria in sirius now these are what I would call, in a in a way, rainbow light beings as well that are master healers and also manipulators of energy. But it was for a process of experiences with her that still they happen on and off today, communications, but also Yeshua of something to words of the effect that I had to go through these experiences so I knew what I was capable of because of what I would be doing in assisting others. And I believe that many light workers these attacks can actually be forms of boot camp to reawaken you to what's within and the power that you have within. And they're there to assist. They're not there to do all the work, but they're there to assist us in that process. And so it is sort of a soul evolutionary process. Like you say, you lose yourself to refine yourself. And this is something that can uh, help one excel through that. It's not condoning the negative experiences or what I call the, the masters of darkness or the lower light, but it is something where you can either see things as a cup half full or a cup half empty. Yeah. And, you know, one, one experience I had that one encounter, I was in Santa Cruz, California, and, you know, I was meditating and then all of a sudden something just hit me hard. And uh, I went, Oh my God, you know, what is this? And, and, uh, and I'm just battling with this thing and it's trying to take over my body. I woke up and I could had no control of my body and I'm I'm doing that healed and forgiven, lifted and enlightened, and, and uh, 
I was calling on Yeshua and everybody, you know, and they come, you know, help me. And I kept getting more and more control of my body. And I got up and I walked into the ocean to get this off of me. And then I had, and then, so I'm sitting there meditating on the beach and I was connecting with the masters and uh, I, I'm going, what the hell was that? I thought I had protection and I was kind of pissed, you know, like, what was that? And I hear this voice and it goes, you did well, <laughs> you know, and I went, what do you mean I did well? I got my butt handed to me on that one. They said, no, you did well. They said, you needed to know that these things are real. They do exist. And that was part of your initiation. And uh, they said, you did well. And I think if I was losing, they would have stepped in. Yeah. Know? But I but I had to fight the battle. You know, it, it was like. Uh, Look at what you went on to do afterwards. <clears throat> Look at. How yeah. many thousands of people you've helped, how many thousands have visited the uh, sanctuary where you are, it, in a way, had to happen. Not that it was good. By no, yeah. I, if anybody gets what you went through, I've got some understanding. I believe you. I know <laughs> that you be, yeah. But, yeah, it's not a fun ticket, but it, no. you can either be a victim or you can be, a, you know, a, a higher being. You have a choice. You know, I, a lot of people... I said, you know, you can be a god or a goddess or you can be a victim. You get to choose. And, you know, the temple is within and you've got to activate that and send the full love of creator through you. And, and you can push that into every situation and take care of it. But um, we have a choice. If we're going to be a victim, um, that frequency is going to draw more victimization. And, uh, and you know, and, and a lot of it is it's tests to get us to stand up and recognize our power and call out. The nonsense and the the bull, you know what going on, you know, and we need to do that. We we need to stand up now and just say, hey, this this isn't right. I'm sorry, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be uh, run over by this nonsense. I'm not not going to let this nonsense happen to the children, you know. None of this is is okay. And I think we're getting to that point now where where the the whole world is is waking up. It's all just choices. It's that's all it is. It's making those choices and then sticking with those choices and not acquiescing to something out of being guilt tripped or you know going with the flow of what everyone else is doing. But look, we've talked about this before. The amount of people that have woken up since you know the last few years, it's just it's you know crazy. It's really a really good thing because I've seen a wave of just people waking up and they're waking up in ways that they wouldn't have otherwise, I don't think, because something just wasn't right. And mm -hmm. this is to do with so many different variations in what we've gone through as the world, as a world the last few years. But uh, if there's ever been an awakening, it's really happening now in our time. And it's for the first time in thousands of years that we're going through this cycle, as you're aware of, that this is bringing up a lot of stuff. It's just which side of the fence do you want to be on? Yeah, it seems like it's coming in waves like, like you're saying, the first thing is you go, you know what, this doesn't sound right. And the next thing you know, and then the next one is, you know what, um, this just this just isn't right, and, and at all, you know, this isn't right. And and then then the next phase would be like, wait a second, this is affecting me and my kids. This is definitely not right. And and then you know, it seems like the frog in the pot, you know, and uh, they keep trying little by little by little to get in there. And you get you finally just have to say, look. No, you know, no, we're not going to do this. You know, we're you're not going to mess with the children. You're not going to. I think that's the last straw. You know, the stuff they're doing with children was that's that's done. You know, yeah. that 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 actually 
And, and, you know, also too, you've got to choose, are you going to do the upward spiral or the downward spiral? You know, if, if you're full of, if you lust for power and wealth at the expense of humanity, earth, and you're on that ticket and you work for those corporations or companies that are going in that direction, then you're on the downward spiral and you're going to experience uh, the eventual collapse, you know, and, and if you're on the upward spiral and you're in service to humanity and focusing on love and joy and bliss and service to others and uh, healing the planet and things like that, then you're going to continue. And that's the old Native American prophecies. But again, like you said, it goes back to choice. And now we have to choose. We can't, we can't, you know, sit on the fence. We can't like try to put one skate on one side and skate on the other and think we're going to get anywhere because uh, it's, you know, the, the choices now, the, the gray air is dissolving and now, now you're on the upward spiral, the downward spiral, basically, and, and you're choosing your destiny on that one. I think it's coming from a place of love as well. And also we see it, it's almost like the spiritual and alternative communities do us more harm than good in some ways, whether it's misinformation, whether it's carrying on. Uh, it, it Look, I don't know much meaning unless I'm getting told by high dimensional beings or you're texting me something because I've told you I don't watch the news, I don't even watch most stuff on the internet, I've got no idea what's going on half of the time. And in a way that can be ignorance for me, but what it comes down to in my opinion is if you're being the best version of you and everyone's doing it, 99% of it's just going to be junk anyway. And if you're doing that, it has a wear-off effect that enough of us start doing it. That's the transformation coming into play. And it doesn't mean... Don't look into anything, but I'm specializing more in, let's say, self-mastery and assisting people. Yeah. Some people are better at, uh, you know, conspiracy theories where they're actually getting facts and proving things not to be theories, but more of, of a conspiracy fact. Uh, some people are specializing in exercise, you know, better eating, all these different things. It's like, do your thing. It doesn't mean don't research and look into other things. I did that for many years, but where I'm at now, it's like, I've, to me, the key is being the best version of yourself enough of us doing it without carrying on and actually get on with it and do it peacefully, not in a a violent way or a threatening way, but just, no, I'm not having it. I'm just doing my thing. We can transform this quite exponentially, what's going on on this planet. And that's an important thing that I will say with these new books is the self-mastery book has over 70 practices, but a, a key thing with the extraterrestrial book, which has got over 13 channelings and about 20 plus different races that I've done, let's say, an Intel briefing on, is that a common theme with each thing was they were saying how it's up to us to empower ourselves and be in our own sovereignty, not even expect them to fix our problems, but that we have the capability of doing it ourselves. So when we enter, let's say, on a public level, the, the greater family, we can't be taken for a ride by other races, whether it's with trade treaties. Uh, there's so many different ways that we're dealing with other races behind the scenes already that it was actually a really uh, comforting point to go, no, we have to do this off our own back. And yeah. that way we yeah. earn our place. We're not just being sort of our handheld as we go galactically. And I know that from experience with some of the off-world experiences that I've had, let alone to see this from every intelligence that came through, it was quite um, warming for the heart. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to say something. It's probably going to get me in trouble, as it always does. But uh... <laughs> You know, I've never been one to sugarcoat things, but, you know, I've told people there are no external saviors and there is no external God. 
And people get really angry when I say that. And I said, well, Jesus taught the temple is within, you know, and he said, you're all gods. And his prayer was, beloved father, let them become one as we are one. So it's an internal process. And people get really upset with that. And there, there is the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness and all planes and dimensions throughout the multiverse. Some call it creator, God, great spirit. But how do you access that? within through the heart through the soul and that's your connector and and so but if you're waiting for some external savior or god to fix everything it isn't gonna gonna work that way but you can actually merge with it and become the solution and take personal responsibility and things happen around you because it's coming through you and it's affecting everything on the outskirts of your aura, it's affecting everyone and everything. But as long as as you're 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 depending on some external force to fix things uh, and do everything for you, then you know you're going to be a victim. And when it doesn't happen, and and so uh, I mean, there's a lot of power in becoming one. You know, with that one consciousness, whatever you want to call it, by going within. There's so much power. The ultimate power in the universe is love. And that's in its most unlimited state. That's what creator is. It's pure, unconditional love and joy and bliss. And when you connect with that, the energy that comes through you, uh, nothing is going to stand in that, in that wake of that. And uh, it's, it's, uh, and when you learn to channel that into every situation, then you're walking as a master and and you have to really learn loving detachment. I can talk about all these major events happening on the world without getting emotionally involved in it or upset or being in judgment or anything else. I'm just enlightening people that things are not what they see. They they are not, you know, the social engineering, the mainstream press, all that stuff is, is trying to get people to go into one direction. And that's the downward spiral spiral into total collapse on every level, social, environmental, economic, everything. Or you can wake up and see behind this, you know, see behind the veils and the mirrors they're putting up and uh, and change things and make sure you're not on that on that train, you know. So I, I tell people that and they go, they go, oh, you don't believe in Jesus? I said, of course I believe in Jesus, you know, but what did he teach? Don't, yeah. don't. Don't have somebody tell you what he taught. Go read it yourself. Read a red letter edition. You know, yeah. uh, get a Bible with a, Apocrypha in it that talks about all. Michael talks about reincarnation and and all the women are in there and everything else. You know, get get the full picture. You know, and even that's a limited edition as well. So because it was made out of a whole room full of books, but. You know, what I, I tell people is study all the different cultures, all the re religions, all the beliefs, and you'll find there's these golden threads that bind them all together. And 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 then you're all then you have the the add-ons, you know, the other stuff that men added or some women, but mostly men added because it's his story. And and uh, and a lot of them did the best they could with what they knew at the time. But this is a new time, you know. Yeah. And uh, one more thing I want to say, I know I'm going on, but to, to make this point, when you see a shiny disc come out of the firmament and it has bronze feet like calves and it has fire and brimstone coming out from underneath it, and it sounds like a thousand rushing rivers when it lands, okay, that's the 
symbols and the understanding of the people observing that at the time describing what this is. But today, when you look at that, you go, wow, wait a second, that's a ship. You know, it's got legs like calves, bronze legs, metal legs, you know, it's got fire coming out from underneath it. It sounds like a thousand rushing rivers. It's that rushing roar, you know, landing. And out of it come cherubim with with wheels within wheels and flashing lights all around them. Obviously, that's some extreme technology. Now, here's the kicker. And, and I, I hate to, I know I'm taking up a lot of time. The kicker is, is what happened after that? And out of after that, this bearded guy steps out and orders six of his men with their shattering weapons to go destroy the whole city of Israel, all the men, women, and children of Israel. How can six men destroy a whole city? I mean, that's some pretty nasty shattering weapons. And so this is, and and so that is the origin of the wrathful God. And it's it's in the Old Testament. And then Jesus brought a new covenant of the all-loving, all-forgiving God. And so there are two different stories. There's two different beings involved there. And people need to really read with today's understanding. And if you read after already having your own near-death experience, I've had a couple of them, you can understand what's really happening there. Otherwise, it's just superstition, you know, and you're not going to understand, you know, the true event. So so we have to, um, but I, again, I'm just saying that this external programs and the books that we use and and the sacred books and all these things, you know, we have to wake up and read them from an awakened state to really understand what they're saying. And then we're going to understand why you can't have a jealous, wrathful, genocidal God and an all loving, all forgiving God. They don't add up. They don't come together. And you'll never connect with God if you have those images fighting inside of your mind, you know, inside of your belief system, which is B-L-I-E-F system, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, it's so important that we have to understand our real history, our true history of Earth, what really happened in the past, or we're never going to understand the true nature of God and these higher dimensional beings and why they're here and what and uh, how they're trying to assist us. Now, look, the all important points. And what I'll say to people is if they go to my YouTube channel, Peter Maxwell Suttery, or, uh, yeah, that's the main one I'll go to, or Jaya Sanctuary, I did two presentations on there. One's the rainbow body, one's the Merkaba. Now, this is where my focus has really been lying these last few years. And like you said before, people want to sort of experience and do all this. They don't understand the inner work. And that's where for the years and years and years and years that I've meditated, I've, I've become a teacher of three different yoga practices, remote viewing. The list literally goes on just like yourself. You did a lot of intense um, inner practices and trainings with different yogis and masters that I go in with that with quotes from the Bible and ancient texts with how the, the rainbow body and also the Merkaba, which is two tetrahedrons opposing that are spinning opposing directions. That is what we can say is a geometric form of the light body that can change shapes from that to a dodecahedron. The list goes on and on. This is some of what the beings are in and also God appearing as a cloud or as a whirlwind. Now, you're, I've stayed with you. You've stayed with me. Everyone that comes and sees me, and I'm sure with you, they see the wispy apparitions. Now, I'm not saying that's yeah. God, but also the beings that are in orbs of light that are in meditation poses or standing that are in this flickering light. Now, this is where extraterrestrials, they may be enlightened, 
but some extraterrestrials, even some earthlings, have ascended to the state that they are pure consciousness, that they, they don't even need a craft or a conscious ship. They are breaking down, and this is material I haven't gone into yet, They've obtained a Merkaba, but when you go to Merkaba, the next phase is breaking down to the rainbow body, which is actually a rainbow. It looks like a rainbow in the sky. It can appear in different ways. They go into a wave function and absorb and go into a harmonic state with consciousness, meaning God. From that, they can navigate where they want to reappear. There is different states of them doing it, uh, less evolved beings, through the photon or through the electron. But this is where when you start understanding what I'm talking about and then you look back at that and what James is saying, you start to see that they were using the terms that they could at the time. And I think recently after, it was a few months ago, it was either after that episode that I put up on my YouTube or an episode with you, I had a gentleman contact me going, Namkai Norbu, who was a Tibetan master, he's not with us now. He's the one that was sort of bringing the rainbow body teachings to the Western world. A lot of people didn't want that. But in it, and I forgot that I read this myself because I went back on my notes after this guy said it and I had it written in my own notes, uh, that 13 star systems have the tradition of the rainbow body teachings being taught. That's what they're doing. So even if they're in high dimensional states or densities of consciousness, what you'll find is that, yes, they could be in a higher state than us and seem more enlightened, but what they've done is access more of what they are. Some pockets of individuals in those civilizations are becoming beings that are going into their rainbow body state, just like we've got here on Earth. And so this is what even the masters in other worlds are doing that are also visiting us, like Babaji or Yeshua are visiting other beings in other civilizations in Buddha, it's the universe is your playground when you're at that state. And if you want to be just purely in service to others, this, this is the type of stuff you do. So I, I won't go on my rant any longer, but I just wanted to share that with people yeah. because it takes stuff. Yes, I've filmed the physical nuts and bolts crap. <laughs> You've been there with me. I've been there with you. We've uh-huh. got witnesses. But then you find out that those beings that are in that, they are either projecting that and or if they're not at that state yet where it's actually a material craft, that usually breaks down in the photon light and then they navigate to the next star system, they're actually going and doing things in their rainbow body. They're Merkaba, then going into a rainbow body format. So I'll be explaining a lot more of this in future because this is the teachings that some of this is being parted on me now, even from uh, some of the Ryans in particular, the positive ones. Yeah, the the way I was, you know, I try to explain to people that we're multidimensional beings existing on a vibrational continuum. And so we're not just a body and a personality, which is most people running around thinking that's their identity, but we have a body within a body in more advanced states all the way back to source. And some of those bodies are spheres, they're light spheres, and they have 360 degree vision. They can travel anywhere they want. They can jump dimensions, do whatever they want. And that's how a lot of these beings travel because they've mastered, they're working on that level. And uh, a lot, a lot of these beings we're seeing when you blow up these light spheres, and uh, on different levels. I mean, they're higher levels, but you'll see masters inside of these light He's spheres. Here. Yeah, yeah. James, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but James and I worked on this for my book, and James is using it for his material too. This is going through not just the chakras, but the different bodies as like the highest form, the cosmic body going down to the I am body, the spiritual body, the etheric body, the astral body, the emotional body, the mental body, and then the physical body. And this is what James and I came up with because it's slightly different from the normal template out there. But 
there's so many different templates. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to show that as a reference yeah. so people have got some sort of re- reference for what you're saying. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really interesting. But unfortunately, the UFO community, they want to keep everything nuts and bolts and it's a body and a personality. And sometimes that personality is a massive ego. <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it's sad because there very few are addressing the multidimensional aspect of this and how like these beings don't need a ship. A lot of them don't need a ship. They can just appear anywhere they want, whenever they want. And some do have magnetized light ships. Some have uh, pure energy ships. And some have bodies that are pure energy. They have bodies that are magnetized light, which goes into some of the photographs you've taken, Eddie Setti, of, of actually going yeah. in, appearing in your room, you know, Eddie Setti. Uh, that's a magnetized light body. And uh, it looks physical. It, it looks just as They can do what they want. They, they can do what they want in that state. It's just... Yeah. The universe is a playground. Exactly. And, and you know, the ascended masters can come back into the physical because they ascended. They took the body with them and they raised the frequencies and ascended. So they can actually come all the way back into the physical. Those that didn't take the body with them, a lot of them have to go through the birth canal and, and reincarnate. But uh, I think there's a lot of like ET masters and their ships that can go from from being a light light being to and their ships are light ships to an energy ship to an energy body to actually a physical body and just walk right alongside of us and i've seen that happen 100 percent. that's what they can do they can break down through each function because now they understand the mechanics but to learn the mechanics they had to go through all that inner work and exactly. um you know it's not to to blow our own horn here but what, what i will say to people that i've never spoken about before i've had i've got the top governments and institutions been trying to even trying to bribe getting you to be at places for me when I travel the world. So I would even go to these places. I'm not partaking in anything, but why are they coming to us? Because we understand the function of this to a certain extent. I don't know everything by no means, but if I've got governments and institutions coming to me, it's because I obviously know more than what they do because they're just repeating the same process. They think they understand the psychic or we could say the conscious mechanics behind some of these beings and things materializing. But like I said to you, James, before, and I won't say who people can guess, but let's say the top countries and planets, top countries and places on the planet, that if their intention isn't pure, which I can pick up on, it's a waste of my time, which is why I'm doing it from here. And I've been doing it from your place. And you've yeah. been doing it for how many years? And I know the same people have come to you as well. That's oh, that's yeah, it is. I know a lot of times. I know we speak and talk together, and and uh, you go, "Oh, this guy invited me." I go, "Don't go there." <laughs> you know, I go, "I know who that is, and I know what they're connected to." And you may not come out. You know, it's like, uh, and just because I've met a lot of these people, and and so. You know, we gotta gotta realize that there's a lot of people that want these abilities, they want these understandings, and they want these uh, powers or whatever. But uh, the sad thing is, is that um, they haven't they haven't risen to the occasion, and they'll never have them because you've got to rise in consciousness to experience this and to utilize it. It doesn't work that way, and and unfortunately, I see a lot of people, uh, unfortunately, in the UFO community that are um, telling everybody we're going to they're going to come they're going to beam us all up they're going to do everything for us they're going to clean up the planet and uh, we're all going to be walking around in 55d with golden 
<laughs> hot tubs or something. I don't know. It's it just, it's like, I, I, come on guys. You know, it, 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 the feel good message and the external being that's going to fix everything for you and clean up the planet and do everything else. We got to get away from that. And, and these followings are distracting you from making your own personal connection with creator, God, great spirit. And when you're on that path, you're going to connect with these ETs and these other beings on low level things and high level things. And so you've got to learn the self mastery tools, which is great that you've got the books and you're teaching the classes there. And, oh, and, and you're, you're teaching them there as well. And I will say one of the recent contacts, because if people go and check, I've had clearing ship stocking over here and doing stuff. There's Nadea, one of the beings that I've been interfacing with. It's been more of a telepathic means, but this is more a war on frequency. Yeah. And in the higher, higher dimensions and densities, I say to people, a lot of these beings don't have a name the way you and I do. And what I do is sometimes mimic their frequency because it's on a loop, which is the reverberation of their light body. Each individual's light body is slightly different from another's. They're, no two are the same. And that's their frequency. So if you raise your frequency, you're going to interface and experience the higher dimensions and planes. If you go into a lower vibratorial state, that's what you're going to match as well. But yeah. um it's really a frequency war. It's not a physical war, even in the higher dimensions. They're not, you know, they're blowing stuff up, this and that. They're they're really fighting through energetics. If there's these battles that sometimes take place just outside the frequencies that we operate for the wars that we could say they, they're doing when they can, that's not against universal law, when there's influences perpetrating, you know, and doing things against us that a lot of us have no idea about that then they can step in. So yeah. there is a lot of ums and ahs and ifs and buts with this but um yeah and, and look at the end of the day the worst thing that i've come across is let's say humans with negative intent we are our own worst enemies as a species mm. and that that's the worst that, that i've come across out of all the things i've experienced but yet we're like so loving and joyful at the same time yeah I mean, our true nature at the core of every individual basically is this loving, joyous, powerful, manifesting God or goddess. That's our true nature. And then we have all these layers on top of that and all the social engineering and all the other stuff. But you're never going to get to that, that, that multidimensional awareness of self, you know, igniting that spark to become the full flame if you're distracted by all this other stuff. And Right now, everything we're looking at is a huge distraction, yeah. and and uh, and it's designed that way to keep you in the first three chakras of survival, sex, and power, and not get you into the heart and the upper levels. And uh, and we got to realize that you know, like the Bud Light thing and everything else used to be. You know, if you drank the right beer, you got the bronze woman, and uh, <laughs> you got the beautiful car and everything else, and you're just like. You're, you're the highest level of society, you know. Unfortunately, that's kind of like the lowest level of society because, you know, if your identity is that woman and that car and everything else, that, that woman's probably going to bail on you and that car is probably going to get stolen or smashed or crashed. And so there went your your uh, your self-importance right out the door, you know. And, uh, and, and so if that's what you think you are, then good luck with that program because you can't do it externally. But they they want to they want people to worship that you know and you know keep in the lower the lower first three chakras and that's what we got to transcend and get away from that and and I tell people 
you know, you've got to find that multidimensional awareness within self, and then you're going to experience the masters, you're going to experience the creator, you're going to experience these beautiful beings. And, and on the way to heaven, sometimes you got to go through hell. So you're going to hit some of these low beings as well. So we need to learn how to protect ourselves, shield ourselves, how to heal unseen negative influences and keep our energies clear and don't beat yourself up because you're going to be tested. Some things you're going to win and you're going to come out on top and some things will beat you down a little bit and then you got to start over and that's just the way it is. But uh, what I feel great about is that all these incredible beings are here now adding their consciousness to the collective consciousness of earth and bringing universal law with them. And these other energies from the sun, you talk about that too, the galactic yeah. sun yeah. and the connection of all the suns and the Schumann resonance and the electromagnetic light spectrum. We have that in our books uh, is off the scale right now. And, and so when you look at the forces at play, there is no way these lower frequencies are going to win. And, and so uh, I guess it's time to make that choice. Yeah, yeah, they they can't. They can't. And look, I will say, look, we've got the eclipse coming up. I do think we're probably going to have some earthquake activity, uh, possibly some big tornadoes that I was telling you about. If yeah. not going, because there's a solar maximum coming up now. Now, the scientists at spaceweather.com, I actually got this yesterday. They said it's maybe a little bit early going the end of this year into next year. And what you notice is that the chaos in our civilization is at the solar maximum. Yeah. And it dips down. It will dip down, I think, at around 2030, like I've been saying. And then it will slowly go back up. So I think that we're almost through the worst of it. But like I said, not until 2030. Now, we hear about the 2030 agenda. I think things, if we keep on this positive timeline of people being the best version of themselves, not getting caught up in it, by 2030, this will actually be us going into a new cycle, even though I think even now we're going into a new cycle. But it's just which new cycle do we want? So there is a lot of that going on. And I know we've got a few minutes left, but I just wanted to... Um, thank you, everyone, for I've had about probably fifteen thousand dollars donated in the last two years. Um, yeah. It's gone to stuff. I've spent thirty grand on council fees, which I've just been I signed with the lawyer everything this week to do. So hopefully, in the next few weeks, when I they're processed and I get everything back, um, I'm able to open, which I probably won't now till about spring because we're in fall about to hit winter. So everyone, just keep an eye on the website because I'm opening up doing the workshops and everything else. So everything's done now. I'm just waiting for the final go-ahead. Um, it's been a quarter of a million dollars all up. Everything everything I've got, everything I've got's rolling on this. I've gone all out and got, you know, I've got to start over again because I've gone all out. But that's what I'm here to do. And I know a lot of people have been waiting. So there's just a lot of reasons, including those that don't want me doing this. And a lot of psychic, uh, let's say, black magic and nefarious forces trying to stop what I've been doing, like with James. Yeah. And yeah. I've just gone through it all. And, you know, yeah. that's what I'm here to do. I was built for this. It's not out of ego, but God will give you what you can handle. And I could, you know, I, I could go through that. And it's been trying. But I know you've been through the same, James, for over many years doing this. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I wanted to say is like, oh, say so you put everything into this. So now you got. Now you got nothing to get through the next few months. And so uh, you do have work out, mate, that God will provide. God will provide yeah. whatever it is, mate. As long as I keep doing what I'm doing, you know. Well, if, all, it, if all the gods and goddesses out there make a little contribution, they can help you get through. And I know it's hard to ask for, so I'll do it for you. But, <laughs> is there is there a place they can contribute, you know, to uh, to help you keep the center going and, and 
you know, yeah. fill your refrigerator and keep your keep your utilities on. So if they go to petermaxfullsuttery.com or ECD Australia or Jai Sanctuary, there's a support link that they can go and do that. And also, I just want to say um, I've, I'm getting the disability wheelchair toilet. I put out a thing for that. Kindly, a, a handful of people uh, generously donated. And thank you so much, so much to those people because I don't need that to open, but it's something I want. And I, I have had people, even at your place in, a, in wheelchairs, come to yeah. my events. So uh-huh. it's just, you know, I wouldn't have to be in this situation if I was opening when I thought I was originally told, which was a year and a half ago. And the expenses and then the lawyers and everything else, there's been no, you can't open. It's just I had to go through protocols because I'm probably in one of the toughest states in Australia, if not the world, where the uh, rules and regulations, red tape for each thing that have to be passed, permits, I'm in that place. That's that's yeah. Victoria. I'm in in Australia. So it's just you know I've done everything by the book. There is no reason to shut me down. There's no drugs or alcohol out here. I'm only having 15 people per event, and it's really make about making contact or doing the inner work, and that it all goes hand in hand as you're well aware. So it's yeah. not going to be something where I've got hundreds of people like yourself. Which if I could do that, great. But because of the rules and regulations, I'll eventually work up to doing things bigger. But with the septic yeah. size, the power and all that, I can only do things at certain levels. So um, it's many years in the process. We have the same thing happen to SETI. We, we've got, uh, you know, after that COVID thing and all the other nonsense that went down, uh, our numbers have gone way down. And and we have like a kind of a Novax policy. A lot of people are angry about that. But till we get <laughs> this thing settled down and it's really taken a hit and we're not having the big conference this year, we're doing smaller events just because the energy is more contained and it's more, we can keep it higher. Yeah. And, and so we're in the same boat, you know, we still got the same, same uh, uh, bills and the same everything yeah. else. On. And then probably, you know, there are legal things going on too, where they're trying, they're going against all the churches and trying to shut down, uh, they're weaponizing the agencies and everything else. And they're, we've been dealing with some of that too, as well. So I know about legal expenses, but uh, I think I think they're this is their last hurrah, and they're going to implode on themselves. And and so hopefully we can get through these times. I know a lot of other people that are going through this too. Big challenges right now, and because well, that's why we do what we do. That's why we yeah. got the places we've got, and that's why we've gone all out. Like it's people like us that this is just our mission. Every, everyone's got something important to do, and no one's more important than each other. But this is just happens to be what we do. Yeah. And there is a lot that, you know, when you've got acreage and I'm doing this all myself, like the place looks like a golf course, but people don't realize I'm out there probably eight hours a day, <laughs> just either mowing or pruning. And then I'm meditating and doing other stuff and readings in the other time period. So, and I've, I've helped out at your place and when you've got yeah. 70, you've actually got more acreage, I won't say, but you've got a lot of land that it's like, even though you've got help, you're constantly nonstop doing something, yeah. something yeah. making something. It's not an easy thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time now. So I got to sign off. But again, Peter, good luck with everything and help Peter out if you can hit that donation button and make a little donation to ESETI too, because we've got a lot of bills. We're trying to launch ESETI TV and a few other things. But uh, uh, and Hawaii. And Hawaii. Yeah, and yeah that's uh, seven and a half acres added to the 70 acres. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually almost more work as the jungles keeps trying to take it over. Well, that's what I'm telling. I'm on six and a half, and it's just crazy. Yeah. 
But anyway, uh, everybody keep an open mind, loving heart, pure intent, and uh, hang in there. We'll get through this. Anyway, have a great evening. Good night. Blessings.